welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I am one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm the other host. My name is Tenant Mike, and I'm I'm down here on the left. <laughs> if you look to the left, you'll see me. Okay, good good joke. Um and this is the uh, only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Didn't need to do that at the same time. Coming at you in stereo. Ah, there. Mike, why are you uh, you really uh, trying to tickle everybody's funny bone uh, well, right off the top? Well, I think our, our podcast, I've been listening back to some of the recent episodes, and I think we could use a little more humor. What do you mean? It's just not uh, feeling a bit dry? We have a tendency, we are a bit dry as a pod, and I know that comedy is experiencing somewhat of a boom right now, and I think we should hop aboard that fad. Hmm, I, I guess that's a good idea. What what kind of what, what's what kind of comedy are you into uh, right now? Um, I'm into a lot of uh, Brit Brit humor, Britcoms, mm-hmm. Brit pods, mm-hmm. um, Brit pods, Brit pods. Yeah, there's... is that like a British podcast? Yes, yeah, hmm. they have podcasts now uh, in Britain, and there's one in Ireland also. Uh, John Cleese has one. Huh. It's very good. Are, do you ever read his Twitter feed? Um, no. I follow Joe Rogan, and that's it. Well, if you read, do yourself a favor and read John Cleese's uh, Twitter feed. His The Cleese pod is basically the sonic equivalent of his Twitter feed. A laugh a minute. Hmm. Interesting. You know, he, he's had so many wives. He's probably had more wives than, well, everyone in this building. Well, um, that's true. Uh, I think I could give him a run for his money if I got married to the people I uh, had relationships with. But um, So, Mike, how are you doing when we last um, spoke? It was Valentine's Day, and you yes. were going to have a romantic Valentine's Day with your weird girlfriend, Ruth. No, she's not weird, first of all. I resent you saying that. Uh, yeah, last episode, I uh, listeners may have noticed I was all a jitter because uh, I was getting ready for my big Valentine's Day date with Ruth. Uh, long-time listeners will know that I'm dating a woman in her mid to late 60s. Not sure exactly how old she is. She sort of likes to keep the mystery. Um, what a sexy mystery. It Well, to some people it is. Uh, and we went to an escape room at Casaloma, which is one of the funnest buildings in toronto it was built by a man who i think died before it was finished uh, being built and died brokenhearted as well on the streets so i was with ruth and her son who's 38 years right, old right who's in the navy he's in the right? navy didn't he i already knew he didn't like me so i felt the pressure because we were going to be spending the entire evening together and he's your age he's my age and he's in the navy which i am not mm. flat-footed we went to the escape room. Things were going well. I was helping out solving the puzzles. And then suddenly, about an hour into it, uh, I'm claustrophobic. And I started to freak out and think we were never going to escape from the escape room. And I thought we were going to die in there. I was having trouble breathing. I started freaking out completely, started sweating and crying. And all sorts of things crying. were happening to my body. And he had to slap me and hold me down on the ground and talk me down. Which was very wow. embarrassing, because he's my girlfriend's son. Wow. That's an awful date, Mike. Well, I'm in the doghouse now, because instead of cuddling up with Ruth with a nice glass of wine and some jazz, I spent the night in the hospital, because her son's slap was very powerful. 
God. Well, that sounds terrible. Did not go well. <laughs> yes. So are you and Ruth yeah. still together? We're still together, but hmm. she's giving me the silent treatment right now, which is funny because uh, just a few weeks ago, I was giving her the silent treatment. So Anyway, uh, moving on. How was your week? Did you do anything <laughs> exciting? Well, uh, um, as did I said you, last did you get week. get arrested? Did, oh, very you know, funny. As I said last week, I didn't have Valentine's Day plans, so I felt a little bummed, I'll be honest. Um, not really seeing anybody right now. Um, so I went to Wahlburgers, the Mark Wahlberg burger place. Oh, right. By myself. On Blue Jay Way? I think so. So I was by myself eating a burger, feeling low, and just thinking, you know, God, I guess this is just Valentine's Day for me. Lo and behold, in the Wahlburgers, guess who was in checking in on things? I have no idea. Donnie? Only Donnie. What? Donnie Wahlberg. Himself? Mm-hmm. And he immediately... I have like a $20,000 watch. He immediately recognized that watch and said, is that a is that a Philip Patek? And, I'm, and I go, yeah. And he goes, I got the same one, bro. Oh, my God. And I go, are you fucking kidding me? Next thing you know, we go to Drake's restaurant, The Six. We're getting loaded. What? And I'm not going to kiss and tell, but let's just say what started as a sad Valentine's with no date did not end that way. Oh, did you, uh, did you kiss Donnie Wahlberg? Is that what you're no, trying to tell Michael, the listeners? Let's just say him and I uh, met a few fun people. People. Okay. Yeah. So you spent Valentine's Day with Donnie Wahlberg doing God knows what. <laughs> We have some good news for listeners. As most of you will know, uh, for the past month or so, we've been running our first ever contest, the Landlord and Tenant Podmess Presents the Landlord and Tenant Travel Bug Contest. Yep. And the contest, uh, we wanted listeners to send in pictures of themselves in interesting or exotic locations listening to the show. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, for about a month, we only had one entry, and it was from a nice young man named Aaron Eves who sent in a picture of himself. A video. A video, yep. Uh, listening to the podcast atop the Eiffel Tower in Paris, France, mm -hmm. which was very exciting for me. Uh, I'm not sure how you felt about it. Yeah, it was the guy's kind of. I don't mean to be rude, but you know when someone's just too eager a fan, you get the sense, and it's like. Well, annoying. I kind of enjoy. I like that. Ah. I value that in our fans. Uh, but anyway, he was the only one who sent in an entry. For the longest time, well, wouldn't you know it, yesterday we got two new oh, entries. Oh, baby! So we have Aaron Eves. We have another boy. We got a, an entry from Bill Malik, who sent in a lovely picture of himself sunning himself in Florida. Mm-hmm. And we got a picture from a woman. Yes! Named Wendy, and she is uh, not listening to the podcast in the picture, but she's standing in front of a Toronto Subway Sandwiches outlet. Yes. Um, Which isn't very exotic or interesting, I'm just going to say. But but you know what? It's a nice change from, uh, you know, the other 30-something guys, you know, entering the contest. Just going to be honest. Um, sure, yeah. yeah. So, so we're going to, next week, I think, we're going to declare the winner and, you know, give them give the winner a prize. And that's going to be exciting. So uh, please, you know. Stay tune tuned. Um, it's going to be probably our most exciting episode ever. Well, it could be. It could be. Right. Um, so now shall we do the uh, segment uh, we had? Uh... We should. Okay. So this is a segment called What the Tech? What the Tech? What the Tech? 
What the Tech? And it's where we talk about some of our favorite tech stories recently that have been making headlines. I'm, I know you're a big tech guy. You're mm-hmm. always talking about VR this and mm-hmm. computers that. Yes, yeah. Do you have any uh, tech news that's um, piquing your interest these days? Well, um, yes, I have a couple. Um, as a lot of you know, I follow the advancements in robot technology pretty closely, and including ones where you can have close relationships with, physical relationships with, and I actually recently spent uh, about $400,000 of my own money to buy a prototype of a new robot that you can have personal physical relationships with, and I'm waiting for it to be delivered, and I'm very excited. Four, 400000 Are you saying you bought a very expensive, let's just, you bought a sex doll? Well, it is not a doll, but the other part, yes. It is a robot. I'm sorry. Sorry, a sex robot. Yes. For $400,000. Well, yes. Do you know how many people you could feed with that money? Just in this building alone. Do you know how many repairs you um, can make in this building? Do you know how many people 000? in this building are overweight and should not eat more? Anyway, yeah, I do. But so what? And... I'm excited. I, I'm excited, and I should do something for myself if I want to. So that's that what I'm doing. That is depraved, James. I can't believe you would. Well, do I'll that. show you the picture, and this is okay. This so, is she. All right. I mean, it is very lifelike. Hold, yeah. scroll down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. It looks very lifelike, but it's still a lot of money to spend on something uh, so foolish. Well, agree to disagree. Well, my, uh, my What the Tech first one is, um, so there was a viral video this week of a Boston Dynamics robot called Spot Mini. He was a little yellow fellow. Looks like a dog. Uh, very cute. And there was a video of him running around the laboratory, and then he comes to a closed door. What does he do? He lifts up his, one of his appendages, and he opens the door, and he doesn't just go through. He waits for another robot to go through. Polite. A polite robot. Yes. And I thought that was so lovely to see because so many of the stories in our culture these days are these doom and gloom stories of robots and AI taking over and and destroying people or enslaving them. It was nice to see a a robot with a good head on his shoulders with, uh, you know, nice manners. And it got me thinking that I suspect that, uh, you know, coming from Boston, just like Donnie Wahlberg, that uh, this robot was probably Roman Catholic. Interesting. I had a different thought because... I've looked at it more from if robots ever attack humanity, my plan was I'm going to go in a room with a door and shut the door. And now that's not going to work. No, that robot... Because um, they can open the door. The robot will come and, and destroy you. They'll, they could kill you. They'll kill you. Okay, my... Se- I, wish, I wish for that to happen to you. <laughs> my second uh, story... It's not really a story. I didn't prepare this as well as you. Um, it's basically just that, um, I've given up on my bod. I, I, uh, I've, I'm ready to upload my consciousness to a computer, I've decided. And I know some guys investing in this technology, and I believe it's going to happen, and it's, you can take it to the bank. And so I feel like maybe 15, 20 years where people with money will be uploading their consciousness to a computer, and I'm going to do it. I've already set aside some money for this purpose. And so I've decided I may just give up on the old body. I was going to say that you are looking a little frumpy. 
a tad bit yeah. jumpy. Well, I stopped. Today. I stopped doing steroids, and oh. I've gained a lot of weight since. You have, and you seem to be. You're not usually a shiny, sweaty guy, and you're mm. you're just a mess. Yeah. Um. The my body has had an interesting reaction reaction to the steroid cycle I was on, and subsequently quitting. Uh. But I don't care, and I may just go for it and get fat. Well, we're gonna see. Whatever. I don't think I just. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of freeing knowing you're going to do that because your consciousness will exist for all time, whereas yeah. your physical body will eventually wither and die. Yeah. Um. And it is very clearly it's begun that process already. That's correct. And once you live for all time, you're kind of a god. So interesting, interesting. to think about. Interesting. When you uh, are in your deathbed, I will be sort of still um, young, but, and you know my avatar but, will be really this young, hot guy, and I'll be partying. And if you fun. think that when I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to even spare one thought for you, you are living in a dreamland. Okay, James. Well, what's your last story? My last story in the segment called "What the Tech" is about. Uh, I think he's a Canadian, part Canadian. Elon Musk. I know he went to. I don't think that's He true. went to Queen's University in Kingston. Hmm. Um, this is about his SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket that was launched into space uh, about a week ago to much fanfare. And one of the cool things he did was he, along with the rocket, launched a Tesla Roadster into space, one of his cars. And did you see the, the video or the picture? On board the Roadster, there was a dummy mm-hmm. behind the wheel named Starman. And the car is playing on a continuous loop, David Bowie's Life on Mars. And I think that's a really fun and funny idea to have a car with music in space. Although, I must have to say, if I were Elon Musk, I would have chosen a different song. Oh. A song that everyone knows and can enjoy, not a song by David Bowie. I think most people know that song and like that kind of music. Mm, I, I Back to... What would you have played? What would I have played um, for all time on a loop? Hmm, Mark Cohn's Walking in Memphis, I believe, is the song I would have chosen. Hmm. It's a song um, I know my my mom enjoys, um, <laughs> my brothers enjoy, and the Mark Cohn story is also very inspiring because in 2005 he was the victim of a carjacking where he um, unfortunately was shot in the head, and he survived and he um, triumphed after that. And as far as I know, David Bowie never survived a carjacking, so it's an uplifting story for humanity and aliens, also. Interesting. I mean, what a what a little nugget of knowledge you gave us there. Yeah. Interesting. This is Tech a- is a gateway to all sorts of fun stories. Yeah, really. I hope no other podcasts poach you away with those interesting... Mm-hmm. We shall see. We shall interesting see. Interesting stories there. Yeah. Well, I guess that does it for What the Tech. What the Tech. What the Tech. What the Tech. That is... The first episode of What the Tech, yeah. I think you did a good job. I think I did a good job. Thanks. I might not have done a great job because yours were actual stories and mine was just plans I have. You didn't actually, yeah, take, talk about anything in the news. That's true. So, Well, live and learn. Mm-hmm. Live and learn. Um, well, why don't we take a break and why don't we come back with our guest? Let's do it. show everybody and i do mean that so uh our guest this week is someone i'm very excited for you all to meet 
people who live in the building will have noticed recently that there's been a few there have been a few changes uh-huh. in the lobby and the front desk in particular. We recently lost our longtime security desk worker, Ennio, who was a lovely gentleman, and I, I was sad. I didn't even have a chance to say goodbye to him, mm-hmm. uh, which re- is really upsetting. But we have a new security front desk worker, and here she is, everybody, Gwyn Phillips. Hi there. Hi. Welcome to the show, and welcome to my apartment. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've always uh, wanted to see the inside of this place. <laughs> <laughs> what well, do you think? It's not very nice, is it? A- you know what? I I think it's pretty pretty nice, actually. It's nicer than I would have thought. Thank well, you very yeah, much for defending me. Not I do- necessarily a compliment. <laughs> well, a man's home is his castle, and to me, this is... And you're a king. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say. Thank you. Oh, well, um, now that that's out of the way. Now, um, yes, and I, I, this is very exciting for me that Gwyn is the new front desk person. I made this choice. I hired Gwyn. Yeah. And um, yeah. Um, I was really excited, Gwyn, to bring you aboard to yeah. hire you. I mean, it's a great job, you know, and uh, I had a full-time job before. I was working in an office and... You know, the nine to five grind. Mm-hmm. I wanted different hours. You know? I know what you mean. And I know what you uh, mean. this was a good opportunity for me. And obviously, James and I have known each other for a while. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. His... Interesting. How did you How do you two know each other? Uh, my brother... I don't even want to hear the answer. <laughs> to tell you the <laughs> oh, truth. get your mind out of <laughs> I know. I know, James. I know the way James oh, don't operates. Don't go there. Yeah. He's, uh, well, my brother, Josh, and James were best friends um, growing up. And um, his, oh. yeah. So it's one of those unfortunate things where you don't, you know, go for your best friend's younger sister. Oh. So that's kind of how. But funnily enough, I kind of did try because we did, were, yeah. I was, yeah, what? I was in the gym, you know, and I was just sort of hanging out at the gym and I had my shades on as I do. And I was, I mean, you know, Gwyn will laugh. This is not weird. But I was just sort of checking, her, you know, her out at the gym. And I kind of went out. Like, what do you mean? I was yeah. at the fountain. I wasn't even working out. I was like dressed. I was ready to go. Oh my God. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, so I went up to Gwyn and chatted with her. And then um, she pointed out, you don't remember me? You know, we, I was, you know, we grew up together, basically. And I totally didn't. Anyway, so I realized she was my friend's younger yeah. sister. My God, so we I'm so sorry that you had to put up with that when yeah. you were just trying to get a nice drink of water. Yeah, yeah. It, w- it was weird because I said, hello, it's me, Gwen, you know, mm-hmm. 15 years of hanging out at my parents' place and, yeah. you know, high school and everything. But you, know. you must have felt so stupid, James, so embarrassed. I wish I could have seen that moment. No, actually, um, I hadn't slept all night because I had been partying. And I actually felt it was kind of a cool vibe to give off. Where like I'd been so tired, I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot." Like that. So you kind just of thing. you were exhausted and went to the gym. Story checks out. Not. Yeah, to watch people. Anyway, long story short, so we started talking, and right? you know, I remember Gwen's great. You know, like I really, she's a great person. Right. And we had this guy working at the front desk. This Old guy, Ennio. Ennio. Oh, I miss him. You know, I wish I got to say goodbye to Ennio before he. He departed. No, oh, I don't sorry. think so. But he, okay. he moved on from his position at the front desk. Okay. He's, I'm pretty sure he's alive, but I don't know. I mean, he might be dead at this point. But I'm going to be honest. I was never an NEO fan. Really? No. He, he was the sweetest man on earth. And he has such a large family. Those, all those children always coming in to see their papa. Yeah, but he was kind of a pain in the ass. Like, he, he wasn't cool. 
he didn't let like he was always sort of you know giving people a hard time. We're like it's not the vibe I want. He in was this a building. great security building. guy because he didn't let people who didn't live in the building come in, and if people were loitering outside, he would chase them away. He was very dedicated to his job. Well, sometimes it's more about the vibe. That's right, what Gwen? I think. Yeah. The thing about Gwen is. I encouraged her to like have fun, make it, make it like, make the front desk kind of a fun place to be, a yeah. fun vibe, kind of like being in a club. I do notice that you do play music. I do. I play music. I, uh, I just try and keep the vibe up, you know? Right. And I, you know, sometimes I will work out at the desk with the music playing, just, you know, because right. you, know, you can't sit that long. And other times, I, I, I hate to bring this up, but I have seen you doing the opposite. I've seen you smoking at the front oh, desk. Oh, you noticed. I did notice and I smelled it. And too. I love and that. And if you want to smoke weed at the desk, I encourage you, it. That's that's exactly what I'm trying to get happening and here. And I will. Please and I don't. Will. Please don't because oh. that would affect your judgment for and it would uh, affect the building security. You don't like you don't like weed smokers. I I don't judge people who smoke weed. I'm just saying if you're in a position I mean, I, I where, don't smoke often. I mean, I don't I don't Well, that's good to hear, but well, if you're you in can. A, it's my building. I'm just saying that if you're in a position where you are providing security for families who live in a building, maybe you don't want to be out of your mind on drugs. I will say there's a small window. I crack it. Um, I unscrew the... the Good. <clears throat> take the batteries out of the fire or the alarm. And, and you know, you Fine. never hear it. You never smell it. When was the last time a fire alarm went off and you were like, oh, thank God I had the fire alarm on? Never. They're always annoying. And I don't care if you take the batteries out. They're never... like. Give me a break. How often do fires actually happen? Fires do happen quite a lot, actually. Really? Uh, I've been working here two months and I haven't seen a single fire. Well, yes. Well, just just you wait. And when, you're going to regret taking those uh, batteries out of the fire alarms. Yeah. I do like how you've replaced the neon lighting with uh, that black light. You notice that? At the, well, at nighttime. <laughs> at when night you're playing time? the music, you have the black light going, you got the cigarette. Mike's yeah, I did get see on. you come in the other night, and you were, you came home pretty late. Yes, well, um, I, I've been were... out with my lady friend, Ruth. She's in her Sorry. mid to late 60s, and uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's your... Um... She's not my mother. No, 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 no. That's She's my girlfriend. Mother. No, common mistake. Everyone's always... Oh, uh, I always thought it was your mother. That's so funny. No, no, no. She's just considerably older than I am, and we're in a romantic relationship. How old is she? She's mid to late sixties. She the, the one of the things I that bugs me, but also I love about her. She won't reveal her exact age. She might be too old to be your mother. Mm, no. Hmm. Yeah, Mike. Uh, God, he's uh, this this we, this relationship's been going on for a while. And Let me just say, if you thought we we were <laughs> mother and son. Wait, uh, I would love to see how you react when you see us kiss in public because that's not we don't kiss the way uh, mom and son do. So, yeah, yeah. So, so you've you've noticed Mike and and his lady friend. I have noticed. I um yes, I noticed. Well, yeah. I mean, you're a you're a, a good looking a guy. Thank you. And you know, I am a guy. Yes. You know, <laughs> you're sitting at the desk all night. You know, right. you pay attention. You look at people coming in and out. And right. And, uh, you know, I have to pay attention because, you know, there could be people, you know. Robbers I mean, I left the odd, the odd High crime neighborhood. person in. Right. The odd, you know, the odd party or whatever. I have my, my, my people come in and we have a little, you know, we sit around, we, we hang out. Right. Um, but, you know, yeah, I always, I always notice you. Thank well, you. And uh, wait, Gwen, you don't have to say that. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't notice. Sorry, that was a weird way to say it. I, um, well, I just mean you don't have to pretend. I don't think... Gwen is pretending, James. Stop putting words in our well, guest's I mouths. Just... Okay. So, 
Oh, I, I'm not. I don't see myself as an arrogant person, but I will. I am. I have eyes in my head, and I know that even though I'm no prize, I am one of the most attractive men living in this building, only because there are so many infirm, sick, and elderly people living here. That just by default, I I'm like the the Brad Pitt of this building. So, hmm. So I'm never moving. Yeah, you you are <laughs> one of the younger people. Oh here. yes, yeah. yes. Not the yeah, yeah. not the and that, that new coat you got really it makes you look really young. Oh, thank you very yeah. much. It's, yeah, where, where's that? From? I think I've. Wait a second, Gwen. You, you. When we were talking earlier, you, you were talking about kind of having a crush on a guy in the building. Are you talking about Mike? No, no, I don't. No, <laughs> James, you're embarrassing our guest. I Sorry, I'm just no offense, Mike. But why would I? I'm surprised. I was not. I don't remember saying that. Maybe I. I don't know. Maybe wow. Did, but. This is crazy because not to be, <laughs> Gwen is sort of a very pretty woman. And I mean, Mike, wow. If this is true, holy smokes. Well, you bye-bye, know, Ruth. It, you know what I'm saying? No, first of Get all. Get her the hell out of here. I'm not. Uh, Whoa. I don't listen. know what your feelings are, but I'm going to say if this is true, if what James is saying is true, I'm very flattered, but I am in a committed relationship with Ruth, who is in her mid to late 60s, and we're trying to start a family right now, so... Um, my how how does that... Um, she Just logistically. She is a special case, because she went through... Uh, they call it late-onset puberty, so she huh. is still fully operational as a... As a potential mummy. That's fascinating. I had actually the opposite. I had early onset puberty, so I had boobs when I was... Yeah. When did you hit puberty, Mike? Uh, uh, My 18th birthday. Really? The day? You know it to the day. 18th birthday. Yeah, old enough to vote and then suddenly old enough to do anything. Wow, wow, wow. Buy a lottery ticket. Buy a lottery ticket. Well said. Become a father. So, Gwen... um, Tell me, you know, as your boss, I'm curious. I'm not in the building that much. Tell me, you know, what a typical day at the front desk is like for you. You know, I let you make your own hours, yeah. you know, and pretty much do what you want to do. So when do you show up? You know, what, what's your typical day? Well, it's great because it's, it's kind of like Uber in a way, you mm. know. Um, I uh, text James when I wake up. Mm-hmm. I say, do you need me? Uh, he usually says, not sure. Uh, you you know, not up. sure. Yeah, like you. Show Aren't you up a full time security? Um, no. What, when I'm not there, there is a camera we've set up. Okay, nanny cam. Right. Yeah. Um, and there is a system I have um, figured out. Um, well, I bought you that Google Glass. The Google Glass, because yeah. you said you wanted to work at home. I did I said, work from home for a bit. Yeah, and if you work just have the home. nanny cam and the Google Glass, same shit. What if someone? Breaks into the building and you're not there. I'm. I'm just playing I devil's have my advocate. IPhone, so there's an automatic lock system. Okay. And I can I can put the building on lockdown. Right. If I need to right. from my phone. Mm. It's an app um, that I got. Uh, so I do just show up kind of whenever I feel like it, and and uh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty pretty easy. And um, you know, before Neo had like a boring desk. Right? Just a typical boring desk he sat behind. I mean, and you might notice I got Gwyn something a little different. Yeah. 
So uh, James and I, uh, we, we went in on it together, actually. We found it on Craigslist. It used to be a DJ booth. Yes. And we sort right. of, we sort of like retrofit, is that the? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Retrofitted it um, to be the, the front desk uh, thing with the screen. So I can actually see um, everyone's, uh, I can see all the cameras from all angles from the DJ yeah. desk. Where the where the record went, you know, the spinning part, where, yeah. the, where you put the record that spins, that's a screen. Okay. So you can turn the screen with your fingers like yeah. you would a record <laughs> and like, see the different security cameras. Right, Isn't yeah. that but cool? Gwen, yeah. it's like you're the building's DJ Khaled. That's right. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. a reference. That's a pretty modern reference. Very modern reference. Yeah. yeah. I just thought that was cool. So Gwen's, and, you know, and I even encouraged her to have those headphones like on one ear, you know, like a big headphone. Right. Like and, DJ Khaled uses. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then kind of be like looking like she's DJing, but really she's just watching the cameras on the spinning yeah. like little screen there. And so far, works pretty well. Yeah, right? And I mean, the only complaints we've had so far are, you know, why is James spending all this money on the lobby mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, the black lights and the, and the DJ desk and everything? Um, but, you know, you have to start somewhere. Because that's interesting because, you know, that money could presumably have gone to fix, I don't know, the the leaky pipes in the building mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, rat feces comes out of the taps. Yep. Um, there, There's mold everywhere. Yep. Which is deadly. Well, you know, there's a thing called opportunity cost. And that is when you spend money on one thing, you can't spend it on others. And that's the opportunity cost. We're just not able to spend it on some of those other things. Okay. But the entrance is looking great. Gwen's yeah. doing a great job. We've got, mm-hmm. And it really looks like you're walking into a place with a DJ booth. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Sure, there's been more. Yeah, sure there's been some break-ins. Yeah. Uh, some of the other a parts lot. of the building. Yeah. yeah, a lot of break-ins. There's been a lot. It's been, on a, I mean, it could be a nightly basis. Perhaps there was yeah. that night where the line formed outside. Yeah, that, I know. Wasn't that People funny? People thought it was yeah. love it, and uh, yeah, yeah and that I, makes me uncomfortable because you know I don't want those lines to be blurred between the, you know clubbers. Lines. Yeah. I know you want it. <laughs> That's on. I know okay. you want it. Remember that one? Like, Sorry, Mike. Yeah. That was a. No, I'm just saying that I don't think that we want to have clubbers sort of mistaking the building where people live for a nightclub. But anyway. And why is that exactly? But that's pretty much like throwing uh, throwing them off, you know. It's like right. decoy, you know. Right. You're like, oh, am I going to rob this this nightclub? No. Am I no. going to break in? Yeah. So it's kind of works. Fair it kind of works. It, it's all just a sort of a new rebranding of the building, is how I put it. Yeah. Right. And Gwyn's a part of that. Mm-hmm. This whole new entrance is a part of that. Yeah. So um, you mentioned Enio's desk before, mm. and I think that you know I've I've already talked about Enio quite a bit. Uh, I thought he was doing a great job. The building seemed safer under him. Mm. What? When exactly did you fire him? And like, what happened that day? Because I, I do miss him. Well, um, like, was there some? I mean, did some one incident happen that made you? Uh, I'll be honest. You know, when you're in a relationship and you kind of want to get out of it, so you're kind of waiting for them no, to make a mistake. I'm proud to say I don't. Well. Gwyn, maybe you know what I'm talking about. I've been about. there and I, you know, yeah, yeah I've You're, definitely had feelings for someone and it's not been reciprocated. Well, that's not really what I'm saying either. Um, but you know, you're in a relationship with someone and you want to break up with them, but you're like, oh, how do I do They're this? They're too old. Cause, well, yeah. well, yeah, sometimes. 
Um, you know, you're kind of looking for them to make a mistake and so you can pounce on it and be like, oh, I hate that you did this. We're breaking up. Yes. You know, that's kind of what it was like for me with Ennio. And what did he do again? He, you told me over drinks, but it's gone. Well, yeah, he, um, basically his hours were supposed to be, uh, 7am to 7pm. And on uh, one day, um, I looked through the security footage, and he showed up at 6.30 a.m. So he came early. Yeah. So I showed up that night, and I had to have a little bit of liquid courage to do this. I had a few shots. He showed up drunk. Yeah. That's what you're saying. And I said, Ennio, when did you get here this morning? And he he was sort of like, oh, on time, as always, you know. And I go... In that that wonderful Italian accent of his. Yeah. I mean, I can't do it, but... Yeah, he's sort of like, yes, on time as always, you know. And I go, that's bullshit. And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, you weren't on time. And he goes, I swear, I'm never late. I'm never late. I always take such good care of this place. It's like my own son, this building. He has so many kids that he should know. Yeah. The building's like, the building's like my son. I said, well, you obviously don't give a shit about your son because you weren't on time. He goes, what? I go, you showed up early. He goes, yes, yes. I'm like, you're supposed to start at 7 a.m. You're here at 630 he goes, yes. And I go, get your goddamn bags. Get your bald he had, head. You get the hell out bags. of here. And he was known for, he always he would show up at work with his bags. Seven or eight of them. Yeah, which was annoying too. So anyway, he's going, please, please, my family, I got a kids. And I go, mm, yeah, yeah, mm, oh, boo-hoo. Anyway. Because then, I, so I, never, I didn't get to see him face to face after that. I wondered where he disappeared to, but I did notice because I'm friends with him on Facebook he had posted that night, like in his broken English, sort of like, I'm I'm so sad. Mm. Um, and there was like the skull emoji. I feel, I mean, truthfully, I feel bad. I'm not a bad guy. I know that makes me sound heartless and like a total jerk. No, but I don't. Thank you. I don't think so. Thank you. But, you know, sometimes you got to make difficult decisions in business. And this is a rebranding. You know, when Pepsi rebrands and they fire the old people who worked at Pepsi, people don't go, oh, you know what I mean? It's just the way it goes. And yeah. that's the same with the building. Like, I feel like I'm the face exactly. of the company. Exactly. You know, and that's what people want. And that's what I'm giving them. And I don't see what's wrong with that, to be honest. I've started a social media account for the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been doing great. Thank you. What accounts have you been? What, what accounts? I have uh, Instagram and great. Twitter and great. Facebook and Snapchat. Yeah, Perfect. I see you're always posting this and that. Yeah. All over those. Yeah. So um, I like to Very do the boomerang Very raunchy stuff. Thing. Like, yeah. Through the, the language, boomerang. I mean. I do the, the selfie in the mirror boomerang thing. Yes. And people really seem to like those. And um, yeah, I get a couple of my girlfriends to come by. They pose, you know, by the elevators, by the, behind the desk. Um, and you were Snapchatting the video camera footage, right? I did. I did. Yeah. Because that's fun too. People like to interact. You know, that like that seems like an invasion of uh, I don't know what do they call it. Oh yeah, privacy. It's not actually, and people want real content, and we don't want to lose followers. So I try to give them what they want, and that's just um, I don't know reality TV, but on social media. Yeah. My reality God. TV with a twist. Well, I did notice that I. Old Mrs. McCluskey, who lives um, beside me, who was recently broken into, I did notice that she was suddenly on Snapchat. She is, yes. She's um, always walking around in her drawers. Yeah, she's always doing that, and it's. And you know what? I'm uh, I'm happy for her because she's told me that she's 
found a new uh, man in her life on Snapchat. So, well, happy ending. Social media, Mike. Now, you you said you had Facebook, but you haven't gotten any of the other social media things, have you? No, I'm strictly a Facebooker. Mm-hmm. Um, not a, tw- a tweeter or um, a Snapchatter. Um, Instagram, neither. Oh, yeah, just strictly you're not Facebook. on Instagram. Not on Instagram. Are you sure? As far as I know. Uh, Have you seen me on there? Now, 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 uh, now, I'm, now the gears are turning in my head. Have you seen well, me on Instagram? Well, here's the thing. There, there is an account of you. That's probably Ruth. Oh, what? What do you mean? She told me she was going to take over my socials, but she didn't tell me exactly how. So you follow, Gwen, you follow an account on Instagram and you think you, th- you thought it was Mike? I thought it was Michael, yeah. It must be her. What well, kind of pictures? I mean... Are they are there a lot of pictures of my caboose on there? There's quite a few. Hmm. I'll have to have a Very word with tight Ruth. Very tight khakis. Yes, she insisted. All right, I'll have to have a word with Ruth. I'm I mean, happy I, to hear this news. You have a lot of followers. I'll just Oh, well, that's that. nice. Yeah, thank you. You have uh, 16k. Wow. Yeah. Damn. You have like huh. I will say your butt's good. Well, uh, I, I will pay you that uh, compliment. You have a nice list- butt. Listeners, you may have just heard the sound of my jaw hitting the floor because I received my first compliment from James. Well, I, Thank I you. mean, it's, it sort of weirdly is your best feature. Am I right? So you like right? it. Asset? <laughs> now I'm I blushing. I love that. From head yeah. to toe. Yeah. But James, you like my butt. No, but I'm just saying if I can see why Ruth tried to exploit it on social media mm. because, yeah, you look good on a... You're wearing chinos and you look, it's well, a good look you. for thank sure. You. I mean, one of our most f- popular videos, I got to say, was just you. Um, it was like a, a security cam footage of you from behind <laughs> and um, pulling up your pants, just adjusting your pants and then it just a zoom in. And Jeez. people seem to love that on repeat. It's a bit of, it's like a gift situation. I'm, I'm experiencing so, so many mixed emotions right now because while I'm uh, flattered and excited to be to learn that I'm somewhat of a a derriere star. Um, I do like to guard my privacy, and I think this is an invasion of privacy. So hmm. I don't know exactly how to think about this, but uh, you are blushing, and you do, I'm blushing you are smiling t- a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm just. I thought I would warn you, just because. I mean, you're low level. Like it's. I mean, if you said he had sixteen thousand followers, like there's but models on instagram who have like a million followers so don't you know oh. don't act like this is a big a big deal or thanks you can't let me enjoy no, but i'm saying it's small, impressive nice it's thing. kind of like Thank getting you. a sh- show on rogers 10 it's like eh, pretty good okay but it's not like you know all right all right there is one Great. that maybe you should delete just saying oh no is it the one i think it is <sighs> last week ruth in the middle of the night when I was asleep, she pulled down the covers and turned the lights on and took a picture of my full, the full everything, but. Wait, like the my, front or the back? The back, my butt. We're talking about my butt. Sorry. So what, you were sleeping on your stomach or she flipped you around? Yeah, she insists I sleep on my stomach and she took a picture of the crack. I'm talking about the crack of my butt. So it's just a stark photo of your bare ass yes in bed with the light on yes jeez man like uh, i don't even know what to say anymore yeah it's okay that is the one yeah 
Okay. Uh, well, but butts are okay on Instagram. Like, that's a thing. So, Butts, but no nipples. Isn't that interesting? Doesn't that say a lot about the society we live in? Great point. Great point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because nipples were intended to feed babies. Mm-hmm. Butts were not meant for that. Yet, we're allowed to see them on Instagram. That's a good point. A butt should be sort of dirtier than a yeah. nipple. Right. Yeah. You, you know... Say go it. to the bathroom out of a butt. Thank you. And yeah, you feed a kid out of a boob yeah. or a nipple or not a male nipple, but... It's, it really out. speaks about what we value as a society. I'd say, though, contact Instagram. Make sure they take that down because it is getting memed. Will do. Mm. And would you say the progression of the photos is getting alarming? Um, It is off-brand. Mm, yeah. So. Yeah, Mike's is kind of like Mr. Good Guy, and you're, yeah, that doesn't sound, that sounds like a... I do follow it, though. I will continue mm. to follow I it. can't, can't have a picture of my anus online. Can I ask you, what is your game, like, what's the, the long-term game plan for you? Because surely Me, you don't want to, of, of, you know, you're working in the building, surely, surely this can't be it, you seem like an ambitious person, what's the, the end game for you? Do you want to become a police officer, which, you know, I hope you don't because they're all corrupt, in my opinion. I, um, I really like this job, I have to say. I yes. really, I'm... <laughs> I mean, it pays pretty well. I don't, I don't know where. How much do you? Uh, I don't know where James gets the money. How much do you? Because I know, like, Ennio used to sort of complain to me, in, sort of in a joking kind of way. But I knew he mm-hmm. was serious too. He'd be like, "James pays me crap. He paid you paid him like twelve dollars an hour. Yeah, and he had so many kids. He had like six or seven. He came from a large Italian Catholic family. He had six or seven kids. He was a single dad. You paid him twelve dollars an hour, and he mm-hmm. worked his worked his buns off how mm. much does james pay you i mean i don't know if that's something i should be uh, disclosing only if you're comfortable i mean you how close are you guys i can we're I can, pretty close yeah I can say. <laughs> well you don't mind or no i don't mind because you paid Enio just dirt and i always resented that well i have i have had a raise in the past couple months because okay. mm-hmm. i mean it was it was going and you don't well. have any kids do you i don't so you're a single person I'm single okay. um i'm what is it now it's 35 35 an hour? Yeah, 35 an hour. I get tips. 35 an hour and tips? Yeah. Plus tips. Well, what... I mean, pardon me for asking, do you have extensive training in security? I uh, I don't. Anything? Yeah, here's her training. She's cool. And Ennio was a dork. Ennio was a father of seven beautiful children. Well, that's not my fault. He was... He he was this bald guy, and he came in, and you're like, oh, God, here's Ennio... And he's there all the time, and he's working, and he's a pain in the ass. He doesn't let, do anything fun, and yeah. So he did his is, job. He, he went beyond. He, he once took a bullet mm-hmm. during the G twenty protests. Remember when that happened? Yeah, and I the did. riot police opened fire, and they came. They stormed the lobby. Yeah, he protected the building, and he took a bullet. Well, you know, good for him. And you make thirty five dollars. And who's tipping you? I I did notice um, you have a tipping jar, but I've never. I do have a jar. Um. 
I guess you haven't noticed it, but I, I've been making on average, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks a night or whatever. My God. I mean, it really depends. Saturday, Sunday is, uh, or Friday, Saturday rather is, yeah. is busier, but. Uh, well, I'm in the wrong business. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> How much do you make an hour, Mike? Um, we just got a raise. It's now 745 an hour. Because they have a different, um, they at the CN Tower gift shop where I work, they don't have to. They have like a special deal with the government where they don't have to adhere to the minimum wage laws mm. because it's a monument that attracts so many tourists uh, every day. Well, that's good. And that's is that your main? That's your main. That's my main thing. Yeah. Although sometimes I sing uh, for money with the indie choir that I'm part of, and we do occasional weddings or birthday parties oh, or brisses and things like that. And what's the choir called? Call the we're called the Toronto uh, Forget Me Nots. Oh, that's really nice. What songs do you sing at a bris? The old Jewish songs, Neil Diamond, Leonard Cohen, um, some Goffin so and you, King. So you, it, Bob Dylan, never heard of him. He converted to Christianity, and then I think he went back. Well, so you're telling me you sing Billy Leonard, Joel, Leonard Cohen, Closing Time at a bris in acapella. Yeah. I sing the lead on it. Hmm. Well, they're drinking and they're dancing and so on. I mean, I've already frozen my eggs. Really? Oh, because of the early right. onset people. Oh, right, 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 right. I've frozen mine. It was uh, well, it's good. 40 Everyone's... grand each prick. I know James froze his semen. I did. And you should see, he I, has a I, deep freeze in his condo, yeah. just full of it, in it's these true. large bags. And the funny thing is, when I first froze it, I, it was an accident. Um, I don't want to get in. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. Well, I have this like Sub-Zero giant fridge and freezer combo, and I won't get into the first time how the accident happened, but let's just say I was like, oh, shit, that's a lot of that stuff in there. Wait. And then I do next wanna, thing I know, I, wanna, I thought... You know what? This is a prank you used to pull... Back in the day. Oh. Wait, you used to freeze your semen at your friend's house? I don't remember that. I'm sure that's not true. Gwen. Yeah, you did. I well. feel like I'm in an episode of Jackass right now. Well, he did. He did. He's he's being shy. But uh, it was a fun prank they used to pull on each disgusting. other. And, you know, you'd go in there, oh, where are the McCain fries? And then, oh, what's that on there? Uh, it's not McCain fries. No. It's a bag of frozen... It's, you know, you know how it is when you're young and you do pranks, and uh, that I guess that was kind of a kind of a fun one. But but what you do right now is not a prank. No, well, it started at like I said as an accident. It just got frozen, and then but then I started thinking, you know what? Yeah, maybe I should freeze a lot of this stuff. Um, so yeah, I've got big blocks of it. And get this, Gwen. James told me that he keeps a freezer full of his semen in his condo. And he, what did you say? You compared it to like the way that uh, studs, like stud horses and bulls, yeah, like purebred. Uh, well, don't make it br- sound they can make like, a lot of money know, selling their their semen to Aryan race breeders stuff. who want like top quality genes. Yeah, tell Gwen the story of last summer when your condo, when you were away in L.A. and your condo lost power for a week, uh. and what you came back to. I love this story because it makes you look so dumb. Well, let's just say replacing what was lost took quite a while and uh, <laughs> was kind of fun for a bit, but then actually not great and kind of upsetting. 
yeah, it was a big disaster. It was a mess. How it does was a one mess. Get I had to through that. hire a Molly maid for about uh, two weeks straight. Um, how do you ones get through that? You come into your condo and you open the door and you go, uh, "What the hell is you this?" You know that you know that scene, that famous scene in The Shining, where the elevator doors open and just the semen comes, the up. wave of blood. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty close. Gosh, I hope that doesn't happen in our elevator. <laughs> Me too. Because I will have to clean it up. Don't well, worry. This is at my condo. I don't live in the building. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, good to know. Yeah. yeah. What would you do? Going, so can we do a, a role play? Mm. Um, like a security desk role play? Oh, that's a good Are you idea. into that? Yeah. Because I'm a little shocked to hear that you don't have any security training whatsoever. Yeah. And I'd just like to see how you'd react in a real situation absolutely a security situation okay so uh james you be you okay i'll be a criminal uh, off the street and pretend gwen that you're just sitting at the security desk you got it so i don't know if you're smoking your cigarette or you're dancing to music but uh okay so you're there <laughs> I, I burst through the doors in a balaclava with a knife and i say give me all the money Sweet number? What do you... Oh. That's how you'd, you would react to well, a person... Well, I have to ask... It's protocol. I have to ask everyone their sweet number. Okay. So this person... Is, okay. Well, people I think, I think I've heard Mike, you drop the character. Well, okay. Have you never Give done me all improv? the money. I'm sorry, sir. This is not a bank. Uh, <laughs> let me into Michael's apartment on the eighth floor right now so I can... End his life. Last name, please. Oh my God! She's okay, good, end huh? of role play. This is I've heard everything I need to hear, and I, I think that's perfect yeah. because here's how I would do that role play, Mike. Here, say I come in, give me all your money, and then you say, you know, what's sweet or whatever, right? Then I go, oh, geez, wow, I uh, don't, I don't live here. Hmm. I guess that's a good point, and then leave, right? Don't you think, Win? Well, that was my thought you, process. That was your exactly. way of outsmarting the okay, the yeah, criminal. No one's gonna break. No one breaks into an apartment building and goes, "Give me all your money to the front desk person." All right, let's try one more time then, because you're at the front desk, James. You're just you, mm-hmm. and I'm a different criminal this time, and I'm wearing a different. I'm not wearing a balaclava, but okay. I come through the doors, and my eyes are all red, and I'm shifty, and I, uh, I, I just don't make eye contact with you, and I get into the elevator with. Uh, you've never seen me before, and I just get into the elevator with an, the old man who lives on the tenth floor. And the door closes. What do you do? I'd say it's probably one of Larry's lovers. I like it. Larry's gay? Yeah. You didn't know? I had no idea. I just thought he was old. No. No. It's not just I that. Mean, no. He has two things. Wow. He's definitely, mm-hmm. he's definitely gay. Um, has many male lovers. A lot of them are tired a lot of the time. Or high. Really? Yeah. So I never picked him as the kind of guy who takes like rough, rough trade in from off the street. I wonder why he's so into tired guys. Weird. It must be a kink. I mean, are they tired because of Larry? That's a good point. Oh, I'm just learning more and more about Larry. Yeah. He's a bit of a motor mouth, so I could see him keeping them up all night, even just talking. Yes, that's true. I mean, he keeps me up. When we're chatting away at the front. Oh, yeah. does that get annoying? <laughs> you like know when what? people come to the desk and talk to I you. I like it. And I think that's my greatest skill is I do get to know the tenants mm. very well. Well, I mean, 
perhaps we should take a break and come back with our final short segment. I'm loving that idea. Welcome back to the last segment of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. We're here with our guest, Gwen Phillips. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure having you. Thanks for having me. And um, in the last segment of the show, we always do a fun game. Mm-hmm. And as Mike has pointed out, these I go viral. These games always go viral. Um, they're the most... Sometimes I wonder why we don't just do these games as the entire podcast, because that's that seems to be all that anyone listens to, and we get so much positive feedback about them. It's just overwhelming. That's true. Yes. The game this week is a really fun one. It's called The Landlord and Tenant Podmess Presents. If we could choose our epitaphs while we're still living, here is what they would be. It's a game a lot of us remember playing as as kids, so we're just going to relive those fun moments now. Absolutely. Um, Who should go first? Uh, Um, Can I go first? Oh, please. Please This is rude. No, Um, no. So everyone listening, pr- uh, pretend we're in a cemetery. You know, there's grass, there's people crying, uh, wearing black, widows leaving flowers, and uh, in a clearing there's a grave, and it has my name on it, and it's overgrown with moss, and there's a black bird perched atop the, uh, the stone. And if you take a look at it, here's what the epitaph would be. Lived Toronto, loved Toronto, Oh, yeah. Hmm. And that's carved, that's in, like carved into the gravestone. And it says, my birth year and death year. Wow. So you've given up on any chance of ever moving somewhere else or mm, I see. doing anything else? I don't know. What, I mean, why would I do okay. that? Right. Toronto has everything I need. Uh, Gwen, do you want to see You know what? what? Yeah. Mine would be like, I know exactly what I would say. I would say... Thank you, James, so much for the opportunity to work the front desk at the building. I have never had such a good job, um, and I can't thank you enough. Um, I wish you all the best. Um, um, hashtag, um, see you in hashtag. the elevator. Sorry? Keep see going. you in the elevator. See you in the elevator. Huh. Interesting. Um, so this is like, you know, this would be on your gravestone. It's not like um, like it's there forever. It's not like a thank you card you send uh, a boss. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And you're cool. All right. Great. That's very... When I'm touched. Very yeah. nice. I'll say I'm touched. And if that is on your real tombstone, I thank you. I thank you. Oh, bold choice. Bold choice. Well, I, you know, you can make the font as big or as small as you need. Yeah. It must be, the- it have to be a very small font, right? With yeah, all well, that text. You have to just go closer and read it. What what font do you think it would be? Uh, Comic Sans or something. All right. I nice. love Comic Sans. I love Comic it Sans. It always looks good. It, no matter what. Any any scenario, it always looks good. Don't get me started on fonts because I have some major opinions on them. Oh. I think Comic Sans is a good font for all. Hmm. No comment. Okay. Well, to each their own. Mm. 
Well, James, how about you? You're the last one to uh, to die in this game and have his own epitaph. And probably in real life, because uh, mm. I have access to a lot of medical technology. I would say for my uh, on my tombstone, uh, you know, James Hartnett. And, you know, uh, can I ask what kind of shape your gravestone will be in? Will it be, you know, a regular tombstone or will it be... Uh yeah, I probably think of something a little wild. Um, maybe ice. Maybe a tombstone made of ice. An ice tombstone. Yeah, just sort of get an AC machine blowing on it or something to keep it cold. Right. Kind of like they had on King Street, that ice sculpture of the middle finger. Maybe oh. I do a middle finger ice sculpture. I don't know, something edgy. <laughs> and anyway, my epitaph would be um, probably, uh, don't look in the freezer, please. <laughs> oh my god so you'd want to sort of call attention on your epitaph to the just fact a you joke you just had a, a deep laugh. freeze no you had a, that you want you have a deep freeze full of semen i think that's well it's insane. just a joke kind of like a winky winky joke i try to make it fun you know let's be honest who's really looking at your gravestone probably future relatives and if there's one thing i don't want them to do it's that what if your son pavel comes and looks at his when he's crying and over his father's ice grave which is already bizarre image, and he, he learns about your se- semen freezer. Is that really what you want to leave as a legacy? Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, he's fine, and I think he's not going to care. No, kids aren't going to care that their dad had a bunch of frozen semen. It's not so much for Pavel. It's just more for future generations. If a book is written about me or a movie is made about me, I don't want necessarily that detail included. You know what I mean? So it's more about that. I'm not really worried about Pavel. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much. Gwen, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much and for look having look forward me. to having you down in the front desk and yeah, doing Yeah, I thing. do have to get back to work. So, um, Oh, there's no one covering the desk at the moment? No, I mean, I have my phone. I'm monitoring uh, right. through the phone. But uh, right. I do have to get back because there, there are a few people in the lobby. Just well, we won't keep you, um, but it's been nice to, to get to know you personally. And I'm so sorry about the way things have worked out. Well, uh, tell but, Ruth I say hi. Okay. Good God. All right. Well, Mike, good uh, to see you again, and I'll see you next week, I guess. See you next week, James.